Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you at Rogers Place in Ice District. Tomorrow, the New York Rangers are in town. Tonight, they are in Calgary playing the Flames. Yesterday, uh, between 1 to 2 here at Rogers Place, the Oilers Entertainment Group announced uh, that it will host the Center Ice Summit in Edmonton during the Halinka Gretzky Cup. Hockey Alberta uh, bringing a novice event, coaches symposium to the festivities as well. Uh, this will be a part of the 2018 and 2020 Holinka Gretzky Cup. It'll be a biannual gathering of leaders from the hockey world. The Center Ice Summit will see representatives from the IIHF, that's the International Ice Hockey Federation, along with the National Hockey League, the Western Hockey League, and local coaches and players that will gather in Edmonton for a series of meetings, coaches, clinics, leadership seminars, on-ice experiences from grassroots level throughout high, uh, up right up to uh, high performance. So uh, it's going to be a real cool thing that's going to be taking place. Uh, Bob Nicholson saying, Edmonton and the province of Alberta's reputation as an epicenter for sports and entertainment on the global stage will continue to grow. And uh, there you have it. That's all part of the OEG uh, Orders Entertainment Group to host the Center Ice Summit in Edmonton during the Holinka Gretzky Cup. Uh, we're momentarily uh, looking uh, to to hook up with Wayne here. I don't know if he got uh, pushed back in meetings, but uh, it's uh, been an interesting day. I will tell you, it was an optional practice today for the Edmonton Orders. There were 14 players on the ice. You'll hear a clip or two from Todd McClellan coming up a little bit later on during the second hour of the show about uh, the fact that... Uh, it appears as though Ryan Nugent Hopkins will play for the Oilers against the New York Rangers tomorrow night. Nugent Hopkins has been out since January 13th when he got blasted by a guy who can hurt you. That's Braden McNabb with a big-time collision in Las Vegas. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Email us Oilers Now at 630Chad.com. And uh, we will... Uh, be uh, getting to some of the texts on our Westlock Ford text line a little bit later on during the course of today's show as well. Now, Oilers coming off. Uh, it was an interesting game last night. Uh, good start for Edmonton. Got a bit of a lucky break on the first goal by Connor McDavid. Maybe got away with a bit of a slash. And then in terms, McDavid got worked over from that point a bit. Moving forward in the game, Matias Ekholm had a strong performance. Pekarini was very good after the the 2-0 goal that Leon Dreisettle scored was not a great goal. I think that's fair to say. 
But uh, back came the Preds. All right. Without further ado, let's bring aboard Wayne Gretzky, Vice Chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group. Wayne, thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. Uh, how are you enjoying time in our city? Um, actually, uh, it's nice, and uh, the weather's good right now. And I see that uh, we're expecting a big snowstorm, but, uh, hey, it's hockey weather, and, uh, yeah, it's nice to be here. All right. Uh, you're, yesterday we had the press conference for the Helenka uh, Gretzky uh, tournament, which will be at Edmonton uh, three times over the next six years. This is a pretty special event, isn't it, Wayne? I mean, it really starts the whole hockey season for a lot of organizations in terms of evaluating best on best for kids that are going into that draft uh, the following year. Yeah, and um, I, I didn't realize that uh, the hockey world, the scouts and the general managers and the people who are involved in the uh, the game at the NHL level sort of look at this as the beginning of the hockey season. And over the last number of years, it's been in Czechoslovakia. And, you know, to bring the best uh, young players in the world together to this city, uh, to be able to play in Rogers Place, uh, to be able to be in the city of Edmonton and to have these top kids. I think the kids are going to love it, and I think hockey fans in, in Alberta and in, in Canada are going to enjoy watching the game. So, yeah, we're all very excited to be uh, involved, and uh, I know it's going to be a great event. Well, uh, we've got games in Edmonton and games uh, down in Red Deer as well. Uh, Red Deer's partying up with the Oilers Entertainment Group on that front. Because uh, one of the first times, I'll be honest, one of the first time. I mean, there were stories about you when you were like 10, but I remember watching the World Juniors, and I know uh-huh. Bob, Bob Nicholson has mentioned down the road, and Gary talked about that yesterday with the All-Star game and with the potential draft, but this, this gives everybody that uh, works for the Oilers an opportunity to get engaged in a pretty important event, and the city to get in, engaged in that event as well, and and for you, that first World Juniors, that maybe that was your first international exposure. Was that a fair comment at that time? <clears throat> yeah, that was a fair comment. And uh, like most young Canadian kids, um, I remember 72 Summit Series and then, of course, the 76 Canada Cup with Bobby Orr and Bobby Hall and Esposito. And uh, a year later, I was fortunate enough, I think it was the first time Team Canada had put together a, a, a Canadian group of players from across the country to play in the World Juniors. And up until that point in time, it was usually the Memorial Cup winning team or they handpicked the team from the Ontario League and they added a couple players and you went over and played. So I felt very fortunate. I was part of the first team that played in the World Junior Tournament. Uh, I played with some great players and I, my line was... Tony McKegney on my left side and Wayne Babbage on my right side, and I was a 16-year-old kid, and uh, it was one of the greatest thrills of my life. So I always tell kids, if you get a chance to wear the Team Canada jersey, there's nothing like it. Uh, speaking of Team you mentioned 76 with the Canada Cup. I, You know what I remember that? Gilles Perrault, and you would play with him in the 81 Canada Cup with Guy Lafleur. Gilles Perrault was unbelievable in that 76 Canada Cup. He was a heck of a player, wasn't he, Wayne? He was, and I was fortunate enough as a youngster, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in those days would have their first three weeks of training camp in Brantford. Um, and that's what a lot of the teams that Boston was in Ottawa, I think, and the Toronto Maple Leafs were in London, and New York Rangers were in Kitchener. So the Buffalo Sabres did their first training camp, I believe, in Niagara Falls, and I got to see Joe Barry Perot play in his first exhibition pro game in Brantford against the Pittsburgh Penguins that consisted of uh, none other than Glenn Sather. So that was my introduction to Joe Bear Perot, and 
uh, quite frankly, uh, slots couldn't catch him. Well, no. Uh, speaking <laughs> of slots, he he is here tomorrow. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to put something out on Twitter that people will not believe. It's uh, it's a photo from the 50s. It's just going to make people shake their heads. But Glenn Sather, is there? I mean, we all know the relationship Wayne you have with your huh? father. But Glenn Sather was a pretty important guy for all of the you know the the older players that would go on and, and you know set records and have all those tremendous experiences, wasn't he? Yeah, it, 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 there's no question that he was the sort of the catalyst and the backbone of our organization. Um, you know, he treated the players uh, like his own children. We, we were a very young group at the time, at 18, 19, 20, with guys like Mess and myself and Paul and Kevin and Grant Fear, and the list goes on and on. So, you know, not only was he a mentor and a coach, um, he was like a father to all of us. And, um, you know, I don't think there's any question that uh, we became the team and we became the players uh, that we became because of his strong influence um, and his vision, you know, he, he wanted to hire good people, um, you know, and John Muckler and Teddy Green were tremendous associate coaches at the time, and we had a lot, great deal of respect for both of them, and they're a huge part of uh, his staff. So it was good times, it was great, and it was wonderful to win those championships, and uh, that's what the game was all about is winning, and there's nothing more important. What about his philosophy that allowed you guys to go and be an attack-based team and, and how much, you know, passion he allowed you to play with? And he didn't kill you if you made the occasional mistake. No, and, and let me say this. Uh, when I got traded here in 1978, I guess, November 78, um, one of the first things he said to me, like I, I can remember it vividly like it was yesterday, um, that... His uh, vision for the Edmonton Oilers and, and the rest of the season and moving into the next season, and he was very confident we were going to merge into the NHL, was he loved the way that uh, Anders Hedberg and Ulf Nilsson and Bobby Hull played as a line. And he said, I want to create a team that plays with that kind of chemistry and that kind of passion and that kind of a game. And I'm going to design a team that's going to play like that, and we're going to win a Stanley Cup one day. So he had that vision back in the mid-'70s, and he was sort of way ahead of his time. We're joined by Wayne Gretzky. Wayne, I know we just have you for a couple more minutes. You did, uh, you know, we all, obviously, you know, what happened here was unbelievable, and we all know all those memories in Edmonton. The Rangers are in town. You spent a lot of time in L.A., but you wrapped up your career in New York. What was that like for you and your family to play in New York City? Because there really is only one New York City. (laughs) Yeah, there's no question. Uh, It's really something so unique, um, so special. I I really, truly felt um, so comfortable there. The people are so much nicer than their sort of reputation is worldwide. Um, I, I developed some great friendships there, some wonderful relationships there. My kids went to school there. The schooling system was tremendous. So I have nothing but kind words to say about the people in the city. And then on top of that, Madison Square Garden is a unique place. Um, it's got an atmosphere like no other. And uh, it's, a, it's a fun place to put your uniform on and get on the ice. So. I had nothing but fond memories of being a New York Ranger and living in New York. Um, it's just a special place. Wayne, just to wrap up, uh, you're in your second year as vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group. Wayne Gretzky joining us on Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, this season has not gone the way people were hoping. 
Uh, that's mm-hmm. that said. There's there's still lots of hockey left this year, and there's lots of time for evaluation and for the players to show how they can be a part of things moving forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's it's um, it's a team game, um, but you know you have to go out and you have to produce, and you know you're always under the microscope and you're always being evaluated, whether it's game one or game eighty. Uh, you have to have pride in yourself, and you have to have belief in your game. So. Obviously, um, it's not the year that we wanted to have as an organization. Um, it's too bad. It's disappointing. Uh, I think uh, nobody saw this coming. But you know what? Um, we got to pick ourselves up off the ground here, and we got to be better next year. And you know, I said to uh, my son the other day, you look at teams like Dallas and LA that missed the playoffs last year. Uh, made a couple moves and a couple changes, and they're in the midst of things again. So it can turn around, as the commissioner said yesterday. Yep. Uh, a turnaround can happen very quickly, and that's what we have to sort of look to. Hey, I, I lied. I got one more. Uh, the Holinka Gretzky name for the tournament. Yep. Or, I, I mean, people. I mean, we've had the privilege, Wayne, of you know Jack Michaels and myself laugh all the time, just because of the time you spend with us and the storytelling. But you're actually quite a modest guy. What, what, what does it mean to you to have that connection with the Holinka, uh, now the Holinka Gretzky tournament uh, here at Edmonton? Because I know you, you've got a tremendous respect for international hockey and for how great a man and great a player Ivan Holinka was uh, in uh, Czechoslovakia back in the day. Yeah, he, he was great for the city or the uh, country of Czechoslovakia. Um, you know, he was a really a wonderful guy. I got to know him a little bit over the years, and I think what we decided since he was the coach of the '98 team that won gold medal, and I was part of the team won gold medal four years later that they had to call it the Holinka Gretzky Cup. We couldn't go the other way. If we would have won '98, they might have changed the name. <laughs> Great stuff, Wade. Hey, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining uh, us. Yeah, Anytime. You guys take care. Watch out for the snow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Wayne Gretzky joining us uh, here on Oilers Now, 1247 in Edmonton. People forget that Ivan Holenka coached, uh, at that time, the Czech Republic. Uh, Czechoslovakia, for me, was always an interesting, well, hey, I'm a fan of the movie The Unbearable Lightness of Being, which has to do with the Velvet Revolution in Czechoslovakia in 1968 and how they were suppressed by the Russians. So uh, for those of you that want a really good old-school movie with Daniel Day-Lewis, I strongly recommend you watch it with a significant other. It's a spectacular movie, brilliantly written. Uh, Anyhow, great visuals. Uh, We'll take a quick time out. (laughs) This is Oilers Now, and we'll, we'll catch up. We'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Drew Shamahorn in the game. Drew Shamahorn, by the way, the uh, former owner of the Spruce Grove Saints, I think they're leading the way again in the AJHL. Ryan Smith and his group, they're going pretty good there. The Edmonton Oil Kings in action on the weekend a couple times here with a couple different events. Uh, Kevin Rodonski coming up from the Oil Kings to talk about that. Got lots of hockey going on. Uh, That much, much more on uh, Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 
Evan. And you can text us on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. Richard has texted the show, Bob, what was the name of that movie with the 1968 Czech Revolution as a backdrop? Uh, it was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, Lena Olin, and Juliette Binoche in The Unbearable Lightness of Being. That is the movie. It's a cult classic. You can text us at 630-630. Chuck says, Bob, what did you think of the play last night of Pontus Aberg and Ethan Bear? Uh, I think Bear had a pretty good start. He can clearly make plays. Um, first goal against it, he was on the ice for uh, Sekra, who had, a, in my mind, a tough game. Uh, soft reverse back behind the goal instead of a hard bank off the glass short side. And it got uh, gummed up with Strom, turned over, and in Lynette, that made it 2-1. The read at the end of the second period, I believe Todd McClellan was trying to keep uh, Ethan Bear and Secker away from the top two lines for Nashville. The problem with that is all of Nashville's lines are pretty good. Uh, 30 seconds left in a period, and a bit of a tough read there. That can happen to experienced players as well. The uh, uh, 3-2 goal, Cassian makes a soft play. Bear was not on the ice for that one, and uh, that uh, that led to uh, a turnover going the other way. I got guys texting me, star for that movie's not that good, by the way. The unbearable lightness of being. Thanks for that, fellas. Uh, and Cassian, turnover, comes back the other way, 3-2. And then the 4-2 goal off a uh, face-off loss by the Oilers, and the, the Preds' fourth line passed around. It was pretty good. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. So it was a tough, you know, minus three for Barrett, not at all revealing to what he did. He can make plays. He's going to need some more time in the minors, but he can make plays. Uh, what do you think about his skating, Bob? Because that's been a concern, but I thought he uh, skated pretty fine. well last night. He's yeah. fine. He's smart. He's just inexperienced. But he he can act. The Oilers have to have, I mean, we, we total contrast, right? The two games are a complete contrast here. You got the Predators, who are you heard Elliot Friedman? He's he's got them as their his Stanley Cup favorite. They're my Stanley Cup favorite. They got the best top four D in the National Hockey League. Tomorrow night, the Oilers are playing the Rangers. They got four rookie defensemen. Let's see how Bear does against the Rangers. Could be a completely different game. All right. Uh, without further ado, let's get to uh, NH. We got to catch up with a bunch of. Uh, uh, homework here. Uh, NHL Today, it's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. And back in the studio, here's Brendan Ulrich. Nine games on tap on a Friday night in the NHL. We have the uh, Habs at the Islanders. The Islanders have dropped two in a row. They're four points back at Columbus for a wild card spot. Jordan Eberle questionable tonight for the Islanders with an undisclosed injury. Florida entertaining Buffalo tonight. The Panthers red hot right now. They've won four in a row. They're three points back at Columbus for a wild card spot with three games in hand. Speaking of red hot, Taylor Hall extended his point streak to 23 games last night with the goal against the Panthers. The Devils travel to Carolina tonight. Patrick Maroon, by the way, had two assists last night and a fight in his Devils debut. The Winnipeg Jets have the third best home record in the NHL. They host Detroit tonight. Big game for Colorado. They welcome Minnesota. The Avs have won two in a row to jump a point back of the Ducks for a wild card spot. We'll jump to the Ducks here. They host Columbus tonight. The Blue Jackets blew a 2-0 lead last night. Lost 5-2 in L.A. Ottawa on the road in Vegas. James Neal out tonight for the Golden Knights. Schmidt out as well, but they will get Shea Theodore back. The Preds, after beating the Oilers, continue their road trip tonight in Vancouver. They won six in a row. The Rangers 
Rangers at Calgary tonight before heading to Edmonton tomorrow. Uh, for tomorrow's game, the Flames have lost two in a row. Matthew Kachuk rolling along right now. He has uh, seven goals and five assists in his last 11. To the AHL, the Condors in action right now. They're playing San Jose. They have a 1-0 lead. Uh, Joey Laleja with the goal. He's back up at forward. He was playing D for a while as the Condors were banged up. Uh, Caleb Jones did return today. Bob Ryan Mantha remains out with an eye issue. That's a tough one there. Edmonton Oil Kings hosting Calgary tonight. They'll wear their special limited edition Don Cherry themed jerseys. That'll be auctioned off through a silent auction and raffle during the game. All the proceeds will go to the Kidney Foundation. Uh, Foundation of Canada, Northern Alberta, and the Territories branch. The Oil Kings have also called up a first-round pick from last year. I think he went fourth overall, Jake Neighbors, for the remainder of the WHL season, which must mean that his midget season is over because you're allowed to play five games until your midget year is over, then you can play the rest of the way. The Alberta Golden Bears host the Saskatchewan Huskies Canada West Championship. Game number one goes tonight. Huskies, uh, that's at 7 p.m. at Clare Derrick Arena. Huskies' number one goaltender. Uh, Jordan Cook, who was the top goalie in the conference, uh, he tore his ACL. He's done for the year, so tough, tough, tough uh, on that front for Saskatchewan. A little bit banged up up front. Alberta, number two in the country. Saskatchewan, number three. They're already both going to the uh, University Cup. All right. Let's, uh, let's do this while we have the... Well, it would help to see what, Brendan, what's happening here is the scripts that I'm getting, just as an FYI, on a day-by-day basis, uh... They come in light, so I pull up the ones from the day before. So I've got all the liners, and lo and behold, uh, we got the wrong liners. So let's do this. Uh, you can escape the cold this March. Get away with New West Travel on a great last-minute deal. Do fun in the sun destinations. These all-inclusive vacation packages include airfare, meals, drinks, and entertainment, including parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. On sale now, Riviera Maya for twelve ninety-five. Puerto Vallarta. PV for twelve oh seven and Watelco for just eighteen twenty nine. For reservations, more information, call the travel experts at New West Travel or go to newwesttravel.com. And now, here we go, Mister Lube Trivia. Let's see what you got. Challenge for all you guys and gals out there that think you know your hockey stuff. Up for grabs a fifty dollars gift certificate to Mister Lube. Winter driving begins at Mister Lube, Canada's leader in car maintenance. Here we go. Tomorrow, Edmonton plays the New York Rangers. Darnell Nurse will play against a former Sault Ste. Marie Greyhound teammate. Um, They would have uh, finished up together in 2015. This player was once a first-round draft choice. I guess you're always a first-round draft choice of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's now in his third NHL organization. Who are we talking about? 780-496-0063. We will also tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow Sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday's date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, we will talk to Dave Maloney. He is the television analyst uh, for the New York Rangers.